Welcome to this week's edition of the Kingdom Living Podcast with Glenn Reppel. I'm Carrie Fink, and I'm so glad that you are joining us for today. You're going to want to buckle your seatbelt. This is going to be a great, great, great episode today. Glenn, how are you doing? Hey, fantastic, fantastic. It's so great to just speak the Word of God and just see it go out over the airwaves here through the internet. What a what a great tool that, that we have uh, to speak the word and there's such a hunger for the truth of God's word. Yeah, it's always fun for us when we get to look at the report each week and see about the number of people globally that uh, this broadcast is able to reach because it keeps growing, uh, which is a, which is very encouraging. It means that folks are, are, are gathering the information and finding it valuable. And Glenn, like we've talked about from the get-go, when we talk about kingdom living, it's not a opinion show. It's not even uh, really trying to uh, uh, espouse anything other than what the word of God says, because we, we always talk about it over and over. But really, it's a Bible study because uh, everything we talk about is going to be, you know, one scripture after another to get us there, Glenn. It, it is. And, it, and it's so exciting to, to just uh, even ask the questions. What, what does this really mean? And, and then test the spirit, too, because uh, the, the real teacher, the real translator here is not a Bible translation. It's the Holy Spirit speaking truth to our spirit. So as you, as you listen to today's, uh, test the spirit. See, is this the truth? And does that line up with the Holy Spirit speaking to you today? Because we're going to be reading different scriptures uh, and and just it's it's we we think the light bulb is going to turn on because one of the things we've enjoyed is with the book fraud also is is just taking concepts or misconceptions that we have or we call it fraud or lies uh, that we've believed and and kind of been taught and we and we give this door to the enemy to come in uh, when we believe these these lies uh, uh, that that the enemy's put into our head so we, we that's been continually. Uh, the teaching we've gone through here, because we want we the enemy does not want us not to know our identity of who we are as sons and daughters and operating in the kingdom of God as kings now, because we have a now gospel and he's been totally uh, teaching, uh, getting us to think into the future. Uh, and and no, it's now uh, we have a resurrected Christ living in us, and and we're going to be talking about a little more about redemption today too. Yeah, I'm so excited when you shared with me the topic of today's uh, message, because I was thinking, you know, we believe our Bible where it says, I have come and uh, you shall have life and have it more abundantly. But so often we get caught up in traditional thinking about, well, that means in the sweet by and by. Yep. And as we keep talking about, you know, Glenn, if we really read the words in our belief in our Bible and believe them to be correctly the word of God, then you get to know other uh a possible conclusion other than God meant for us to have and enjoy kingdom living right now from this moment forward. And so what, what I really love about where we're going today is, as I mentioned to you when you shared the topic, this really builds upon everything that we've talked about in those green line, red line living episodes. And it's what you so succinctly cover uh, in this book, Fraud, What God Has to Say About the Tactics of the Enemy, because it's 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 so narrow uh, that you might be compelled to not take it as seriously. But what's cool about it and the feedback we keep getting from people is that it really speaks to them about their identity. And that's why this broadcast is called Kingdom Living, to help you, uh, if you're viewing this, listening to this as a podcast, 
uh, really access everything that God has said is true and help you kind of like sift away from that red line living that the enemy wants you to believe in. So uh, with that, Glenn, let's, I can't wait. Let's just dive right in. That's great. Well, let's, here's the question. Uh, do we live in a fallen world? That's, that's the question we're going to be asking. And then another question is, are you waiting to be judged? Are you waiting to be judged? So we're going to ask that question. And, and like we always do, we like to put the fraud fire extinguisher on the lie. Uh, we live in a fallen world is a lie. Uh, there's truth to it, but it's a lie because I live in a redeemed world because we've been redeemed. And when we say and speak, and I've said this so many times, I probably have even said it on the podcast, uh, we live in a fallen world. And, and boy, when that truth came to me, I had to repent and say, no, I live. We, I live because I'm redeemed. I live in a redeemed world. We are redeemed and we're, we're agents of redemption now. Because when we say that we live in a fallen world, we're negating everything that Jesus Christ did to redeem us. And so we live in a redeemed world as followers of Jesus Christ. And what we read here in Romans 3, uh, verse 24, and this is in the mirror translation. And you're going to see some scriptures here today that I do some comparing of different translations. And it's, and it's really important that you look at different translations and keep asking the question. Because if anything, I just want to empower and just, just encourage people to do is read the word of God, question uh, things. What does this word mean? And then begin searching. Because... Uh, and again, I'm kind of saying, you know, don't don't trust man, trust the Holy Spirit that's going to be speaking to you, and he's going to be, and the Holy Spirit's going to be revealing the word to you. And and with that, because so many times what we've done is is uh, man gives us a thought, and 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 that could be true. That that might be the, the real truth. The Holy Spirit's going to reveal that to you. But go and say, okay, confirm that with the Holy Spirit. Just make sure that that you get that because that's going to sink in to you. So we've been redeemed. So here's here's Romans three verse twenty four in in the Mirror translation. This is a, a new translation that has come out. I, I guess in the last few years that I got a hold of it about a year and a half ago, and and it's a it's a study Bible, uh, and it's got all kinds of notes that go with it, and it's just been fantastic to help that plus the Passion plus the New King James and other translations just to look at what's this really saying here. So while the law proved mankind's dilemma, law proved mankind's dilemma, the grace of God announces the same mankind's redemption in Jesus Christ. Their blameless innocent is a free gift. The blame, blameless innocence is a free gift. The gift principle puts the idea of reward out of business because we because we can think our redemption is is a reward. No, it's a gift. The gift principle puts the idea of reward out of business. There's no look at that, no exception. This belongs to every single person, Jew and Gentile. Redemption belongs to everybody. Now here it comes mankind's righteousness is now redeemed. Now, that now redeemed is what? 2,000 years ago. Jesus Christ is proof of God's grace gift. He redeemed the glory of God in human life. Let me make sure we see this, because there's so many things we read, and one of the base scriptures we use is, is about glory too. He redeemed the glory of God in human life. Mankind condemned 
in the language of religion is now mankind justified in the language of the gospel. Let's make sure we hear that. He redeemed the glory of God where? In human life. Mankind condemned in the language of religion because religion does, uh, you can actually, and again, this is something that's interesting too. I just started doing a little more is that sometimes I can send a scripture to somebody trying to uh, disciple or teach them. And sometimes they can read that scripture as condemnation because it's a mindset that has been built by religion and teaching. And so what it is, we have to repent for that and receive it because we're going to talk about, uh, are we waiting to be judged here? And, and we're going to see what that is. So, so he redeemed the glory of God in human life. And what, what I'm doing now is I, I, I'm, I'm beginning to tell people, hey, just look up this scripture so they can look it up. And now they can meditate on that scripture. And so it's not even me giving it to them. They go look at that. And that's one of the things the guy that discipled me 40 years ago, he did, is he, and, and it gets them into the word of God. If I'm giving them the printed scripture with the Bible verse uh, all there, they read it. Okay, that's fine. Glenn gave that to them. No, let's get them hunting for that treasure, get them digging into the scriptures. Uh, so he redeemed the glory of God in human life. Mankind condemned in the language of religion. So the language of religion many times brings condemnation. Is now mankind justified in the language of the gospel? So as we always do, uh, we always uh, like to go through uh, the schematic uh, that is so important. And there, there's so much here, but we have the, the two trees, the tree of life and the tree uh, of the knowledge of good and evil, the tree of death. What we have is this green line. And, that, and this is going to be so important as we talk about, uh, we're going to be talking about the three realms today also uh, that, that, that we have, uh, the three realms. And, and so the realm of, of everlasting, the source of life, the green line, that's the way we're designed. That's an eternal line. That's without time because God is timeless. That's the line that we were designed for, uh, the same line that God's on. That's the same line that we're on. And so, the, the, and we talk about the three historical events. And the first one is, is, is uh, uh, creation. God created uh, us in his image and likeness. That's a pretty big historical event. And, and he created mankind. He created Adam and Eve. And, and, he, and he told them and just really basically gave them this one, one, one uh, uh, situation. Is that, you, know, you can eat abundantly from every tree in the garden. Uh, however, if you eat from the, the tree in the middle of the garden called, uh, when you eat of that, it, it's a tree of the knowledge of good and evil. That fruit, when you eat of it, you will die. Man was never designed to die spiritually and or physically. That was never God. His design was eternal life in total fellowship, in the glory of God, uh, and in fellowship and friendship uh, with God, the source. God is the source. So we're going to be talking about, about that. So the second greatest historical event is the fall. So the, the, fall, did the fall did happen. And, and that's when death and sickness, and so, and, and just the question when did death and sickness and disease and all this happen? It happened at the fall with the first Adam, Adam. But what happened is we have the second Adam, Jesus Christ, which is the third and greatest historical event, is redemption. He redeemed and restored and recreated us back into the image 
and likeness of God. So we've been restored by the blood of Jesus, the crucifixion of Jesus, of dying on the cross. And we died with him, which we'll see what happened. Uh, we'll see in some scriptures here too. So the recreated, the redemption is so important. We've been redeemed. So, so uh, we, we live in a redeemed world. We, because we've been redeemed, we've been born again, and heaven is open now. And that's a teaching that we did in a, in a past podcast. Because a lot of times, as, as Carrie has said, and we've said on here, is that so many times we're waiting for that sweet by and by, is, is we have to die, to be face-to-face -face with God, and, and, and that's all futuristic. That's the purpose of redemption, to bring us into that real relationship with God now, even though it happened 2,000 years ago. So, well, how can that happen? Because the Holy Spirit, the spirit life is outside of time. When we're operating in, in, the, uh, in the first two realms, the earth realm, and, and then because uh, he, he created the heavens and the earth, and that's the unseen created, uh, and, and that, that's what we can't see, and that's the spiritual realm here. Also, but we have the heavenly realm uh, where God sits, and that's where God, the creator is, and that's a green line, and that's that's that heaven, that's that third heaven, the third realm. And so we operate from that, we're operating from heaven. And so here's an important part is down here, the kingdom of darkness, that, that we get this, because this is going to be, because uh, we speak this and say this some, but I, I want to just uh, really go into this a little deeper. Darkness represents mankind's what? ignorance of what their redeemed identity and innocence now again that that can sound so okay i i get that Let, let's make sure we understand it because this is the part of repentance that goes on because because i was living in 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 some ignorance here of saying okay i i because I, i've said it many i live in a we live in a fallen world we live no i don't i don't live in a fallen world i've been redeemed and so, so when someone speaks that, what we're doing is giving that a, a door, a doorway to our soul that comes in, because that's that's kind of speaking the enemy's language there versus the 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 abundant life language that God has given us, because He's given us life and life eternal, and and that's now. So 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 we're gonna be careful. Our words are so important because as we say, we live in a fallen world. Well, what does that mean? That means death and sickness and disease and selfish. All this stuff is ruling us, and that's the enemy's playground to our soul. And our words are so important. As you speak that then you're speaking that over your soul and that in and, and our emotions that that moves on down into our body so darkness represents mankind's ignorance and so a part of what we're doing is bringing truth the truth of the word of god into these podcasts into these teachings and 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 darkness and, and the ignorance of the redeemed identity and innocence we're, we're born innocent and we've been redeemed into the innocence and so and one of the main scriptures that we've been teaching on, and because and it's so funny, because uh, every time we go through this, I'm going, wait a minute, this teaching goes with almost every teaching we do, because there's so much in here, because it all ties together from Genesis to Revelation, and just and, and such a teaching. And so this is a, a core scripture, and this is Colossians 3, verses 1 to 4, in the Passion Translation. Now, uh, one of the things I, I like to do and just want to encourage you to do too is personalize the scripture. And, and in so many of the kingdom living uh, morning minutes, I like to call it, that we send out uh, uh, every day, a work day, uh, you know, sometimes it, it's in there personalized. Put your name in the scripture there. 
And so this is personalized right now. So Christ's resurrection, the way, the way it reads is your resurrection. No, we're going to call this my resurrection. So Christ's resurrection is my resurrection too. Carrie, it's yours too. This is why I yearn for all that is from above. For that's where Christ sits enthroned in the place of all power, honor, and authority. So this is the source of life. This is the heavenly. This is the place where God sits. This is the throne room of heaven. This is the source of life. That's that third heaven that Paul was called up to and saw the third heaven. And so what God created, the created realm, is the second heaven and earth. The earth is the seen realm, and the second heaven is the unseen realm, which is a spiritual life, and that's where the angelic level is, and that's also where the demonic level is. And so uh, what, what we're going to be seeing is a graphic that I'll show here in a few minutes on this, but let's, let's understand. So, so I yearn for all that is from above. That's that heavenly realm where God, Christ, is sitting enthroned, and that's we're sitting with him also. And so, yes, I feast on all the treasures of what? Of the heavenly realm and fill my thoughts with heavenly realities. This is going to start making sense when I show this graphic here. And not with the distractions of the earthly realm, the natural, what we see. we Because the, the question we also ask, uh, which one... What, 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 the, uh, the unseen created the seen. God spoke with word and said, let there be light. And, and there was light and everything he created was good. And so, uh, so, so uh, with us, I feast on all the treasures of the heavenly. So we're going to start thinking about that and fill my thoughts with heavenly realities, not with the distractions of the natural realm. So we, we were crucified, we were, we were resurrected, with, resurrected with Christ. Now we're going to see my crucifixion, our crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this life. So we, we, you'll see that we died with Christ, we rose with Christ, and we're living with Christ. So my crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this life, and here's a now word. And now my true life is hidden away in, uh, hidden away in God in Christ. So we died with Christ. We're crucified with Christ. And so here's the verse that, that ties so much of this together here. And as Christ, and again, I, I'd say this is a major purpose of, of the teaching of what we're doing here is to bring the revelation of who Christ really is. So as Christ himself is seen for who he really is, Carrie, who you are, who I am, and the people who I really am will also be revealed. So if we're wanting to know who we are, we need to understand who Christ is, as Christ himself is seen for who he is, who we really are will also be revealed. So that third heaven is the place that he's seated. The unseen source of God spoke into existence, heaven and earth, the second heaven and, and the earth. And, we, and so that created heaven that we don't see in, in earth, which we do see, the physical. So who I really am will also be revealed. So this is important. We see this last part. For I am, Carrie, you are. I am. The, everybody's watching. For I am now. I am now one with him in his glory. That's not a future tense. It's a now tense that goes back 2,000 years ago. So as Christ is revealed, so this is something that as 
we under as Christ comes into our lives, that's the Christ coming into our lives, and he's revealing who he really is. See, and this is what's so neat is prophetically in the Old Testament, so many of the prophets, so many of the people got a vision of who Christ, what the, who the Messiah was. And they could see him, the unseen, so many times better than here we are on the other side. We got to see him raised from the dead, lived amongst us for 40 days, and then ascended into heaven. And so what we have is this side of the cross, and we see Christ uh, in, in the unseen realm. So the glory, for I am now one with him in his glory. So what we see here then is is also, and, and, and this is important because I died with Christ, I was resurrected with Christ, I ascended with Christ, and I'm sitting with Christ. These are important things that we just understand uh, here. And so we read in Romans 3, verses 22 and 24, and this is important because this is something that just really, uh, also another one of those revelations of truth is, is that, because we've heard this verse, we've heard it preached to us, and, and I want to just kind of unravel some of this. The, and, and this is verse 22 in Romans 3. And this is in the uh, NIV. This righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to who? All, all who believe. There's no difference between Jew and Gentile. Now, this is the scripture here. This is the scripture that we all have heard. <laughs> it would have been pounded into us. All have sinned. And what do we do? We fall short of the glory of God. Now, what do, what do we have in that last verse there? For I'm now one with him in his glory. Isn't that interesting? So here we are, all have sinned, and there's something else I have to do to get to his glory. And here's the verse right after it. For all, but see, and again, we just stop at that one verse and take this out of total context. We can say, oh, we fell short of, of the glory of God. No, verse 24 says, all are justified freely by his gift of grace through what? The redemption that came by Jesus Christ. So we live in a redeemed world because we have been redeemed. And let, let, me, let me give this to you in the passion, uh, excuse me, in the, in the mirror translation. Verse 22, Jesus is what God, uh, this is so good. I really like the perspective Jesus is what God believes about, Carrie, you and me, and everybody lives. Jesus is what God believes about you. In him, the righteousness of God is on display in such a way that everyone, everyone may be equally persuaded about what God believes about me, them, us. Regardless of who they are, there is no distinction. He loves us all equally. There's nothing that we can do that can take away that love that he has for us. So here we are with verse 23. Mankind is in the same boat. That's kind of a neat way to look. Uh, they're distorted. That darkness that we talk about. Their distorted behavior is proof of the lost blueprint of their design. The way God designed us in that lostness that we have. Uh, so in the, we, we're all sin and we fall short of the glory of God. Wait a minute. This is, mankind is in the same. The distorted behavior is proof of the lost blueprint. Now, this explains verse 24 really good. While the law, the law proved mankind's dilemma, mankind's dilemma, because it's pointing out sin, 
the grace of God announces the same mankind's what? Redemption in Christ Jesus. Their blameless innocence, there we are, out of that darkness, their blameless innocence is a free gift. The gift principle, the gift puts the idea of reward out of business. There's no exception. This belongs to every single person, Jew and Gentile alike. Mankind's righteousness is now redeemed. Jesus Christ is proof of God's grace gift. He redeemed the, here it is, he redeemed the glory of God in human life. Mankind condemned in the language of religion is now mankind justified in the language of the gospel, which is redemption. We've been redeemed. The redeemed, that's, let the, the, those that are redeemed say yes and, and amen. We, we have been redeemed. So we're not in that fallen world. There is a fallen world, but we've been redeemed. And, and what everything's crying out, the whole earth and it is looking for sons uh, to, to, to bring redemption to, to plants and trees, to, to the air. And so that's our, our work that we do and to bring the message of the good news that redemption is for everybody. And, and so, so important. So, Let's, let's look at, and, then, and so if we're waiting to be judged, that was one of the questions, are you waiting, looking at judgment as something way off in the distance? And, and again, let's go to, I died with Christ, I'm resurrected with Christ, I ascended with Christ, and I'm sitting within Christ. So, and then this is 1 Corinthians 11, verse 31 through 32 in, in the mirror translation again. And I, I like the way this, this really impacted me when, when I read it. By, by judging that we indeed co-died his death, we are free from any kind of judgment. So, so when, when, uh, by me judging indeed in that I died in his death. So it's coming into agreement. I'm judging that I've come into agreement uh, with his death. We are free from any kind of judgment. So here comes verse 32. By discerning the broken body of Christ, we can only conclude that he suffered our brokenness and distortion. This is the instruction of the Lord. <laughs> I love this way. What foolishness it would be to continue to place yourself at the, at the rest of the world under judgment when Jesus already took all judgment upon himself. Okay, here's, let me read that again. This is the instruction of the Lord. What foolishness would it be to continue to place yourself and the rest of the world under judgment when Jesus already took all judgment upon himself. If we live expecting condemnation or judgment into the future, we're going to live under that condemnation now. See, judgment was taken to some extent in the old covenant. That, that was that sin nature that they kept on giving sacrifices and, and so forth. You know, judgment has already had when Jesus already took all judgment and he's adjudicated us uh, not guilty uh, his throne is 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 righteousness and justice and and we go before his throne and that's why we can praise him and thank with thanksgiving and we sing praises to him so he's sitting on the throne and guess who's sitting with him we're sitting that we we're sitting with him so we're sitting on that throne so that's that third heaven that we're in so we're gonna we're gonna look at that here in a second 
And let's look at another scripture here. And, and this is important because this futuristic thinking that we sometimes have, and we've gone through this before, but, but, but this is Hebrews 12, verse 22 in the Passion Translation. And we read, by contrast, this is something, we have already come near to God. So, so this idea that God's way off into this distance uh, is, is not true, is that he, we've already come near to God in a totally different realm. That's the Zion realm where we have entered the city of the living God, which is the new Jerusalem. In heaven, in heaven, we have joined the festival uh, gathering of myriads of angels in their joyous celebration. So, and this is the footnote that's in the, in the uh, uh, Passion Translation. The Greek verb is the perfect tense, indicating that the fullness of our salvation and our interest into God's heavenly realm has already, look at that, already taken place. It's already happened. The answer to God's, so we're invited into that realm. Now, here's other footnotes in. So now he's start, starting to talk about uh, that we've already come to the near to, near to God, and in a totally different realm. And this is the Zion realm. This is the Zion realm. So Mount Zion, which is not a literal mountain, but a obviously a metaphor <clears throat> for the realm of God's manifest presence. Mount Zion is, is, is one of the Jebusite strongholds conquered by, by David. Here we go. Zion is used in both the Old and New Testaments as more of a location. Zion is referred to as the place of God's dwelling. And guess where the place of God's dwelling is? Inside of man. It's the manifestation of heaven on earth inside of man now. And then what we have here too is the new Jerusalem. And, and so, so three things that we have. He comes near to us. Uh, we, have this, uh, uh, we have the Zion uh, and we have the city of the living God, which is the new Jerusalem. We carry the tabernacle of God uh, in us. And so, uh, so this is the fulfillment of Abraham's vision and what Israel's ancestors had seen from afar, the new Jerusalem is not only a place, but a people who dwell with God in their midst. It is a city that is a bride and a bride city coming out of heaven to earth. And who came out of heaven to earth? Jesus did. To do what? To redeem all mankind. We're not going to the new Jerusalem. We are going, we are the new Jerusalem. This is us. This is who we are. And you have already received communion on in communion and union and oneness on the Mount Zion now through Jesus Christ. So what we see here is that we are that temple. We are the tabernacle. And so, and we read in 1 Corinthians 6 verses 19 and 20 in the Passion Translation, have you forgotten that your body, so that's the body, uh, Christ needed, a, the Holy Spirit needed a body to dwell in here on earth. That's why he left to bring the Holy Spirit, the divine nature, the Godhead, to live inside of uh, mankind. Uh, have you forgotten your body is now the sacred temple of the spirit of holiness? And where does the spirit of holiness live? It lives in the heavenly has come to live inside of mankind who lives in you. You don't belong to yourself any longer for the gift of God. The Holy Spirit lives inside of your sanctuary. So it's really important that holiness, the holiness of God is there. You are God's expensive purchase paid for, uh, for with tears and with the blood. So by all means, then use your body to bring glory to God. So here's, here's these three realms that, that, that I was talking about. 
and, and it's so interesting that these three realms fit into uh, so many areas here. The first, you know, when, when God spoke, let uh, he spoke the heavens and earth into existence. So the earth is the first realm. And, and which is the seen created, he created it. And the second realm is heaven, which is the unseen created. He created the heavens and the earth. And so, uh, and again, in, in the, the, the heavenly realm is a spiritual realm, which is the fallen realm of, of the demonic, uh, the angels and his minions. And we have the an angelic part, uh, which, which we have power, we have power over all of this. And, and the demonic has been defeated. And so what we have is the body represents the body. And we have the soul, which is our mind, will, and emotions. And then we have the third realm, which is so important because that's where God lives. This is the place where he lives. And this is the green line. That was, this is outside. of This is the eternal line. And so God is the source uh, of all creation. Uh, and this is the heavenly, and this is the spirit. This is the spirit. This is the spirit realm. This is the Holy Spirit realm that came to live inside of uh, mankind. And this is the tree of life. This is when the veil was torn. We have access into the heavenly realm now. That's what happened to the crucifixion, the resurrection, and the ascension of Christ uh, when we ascended with him. And this is the throne room where God sits uh, now we sit with him in that throne room. And so being outside of time, when we operate down in the soul and the body, see, because what happens is there's really, what, what we've done is, is that in the soul realm and the body, we're trying to get to God. And so many times our prayers are to God and pleading with God, oh God, you go do this. No, he's saying, after they told you, you, this is why I've created you, you go do it. And so when our prayers and we realize that we are sons, that we're kings, and we're operating from the throne room, sitting with Christ, and we have the authority, we have the authorities to rule and reign now. And that's the power that just comes with that authority that we've got. Because we're, and again, what's the language we speak? We speak the love language. We speak the love language because God is love and we worship him in spirit and in truth. That's the source of our life. And when, when people understand and receive the embrace of the love, the love of God through Jesus Christ, the blood that was shed for us and the dwelling of the Holy Spirit, it just, it changes life. That's the language. That's, a, that's the language that he speaks. Here on earth, we speak a political language. And what we do is we fight and fight and fight. And we're trying to govern man. God has already appointed a king, and that's the Lord. And we are kings with him. And what we do is we send out the message of his word that he loves us. And that love is, is a truth. And with that, it brings, it brings the Holy Spirit to us. And so now what we're doing is we're speaking the love language down. So when we, we say, oh, uh, we live in a fallen world, what, what's that doing? That's going up versus when we say, and, and before we came on, uh, Karen, I have the car, I said, no, 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 no. I'm speaking, hey, I am redeemed. And so I have, I live in a redeemed world. I live because I'm speaking the love of God 
through everything that we do and we want to speak life. And so what happens, we believe a lie, we're going to speak a lie and we're trying to work our, we're trying to work our way up to God by good works and, and doing things when actually he's completed. There's, there's no amount of self-effort that can get us to, into the presence of God. We get to the presence of God because, because Jesus opened up that door, that veil and the tree of life to give us life abundantly. So it's not a performance thing. It's one uh, of receiving the gift of God's love. As we see that gift, that forgiveness, uh, and we, we move right in and, and we move in boldly. We can move into his presence boldly for what Jesus Christ did. So this is a really important. We're going to be talking more about this even in, in future uh, teachings. But this is that we understand these three realms because uh, because we get this out. Uh, we're, we're trying to perform to get to God when actually Jesus Christ is the one that completed. And he said, it is finished. When he says finished, that means he's redeemed us. It's happened. So the world has been, re and, we're, and, and we're, we're looking in the scripture, so looking for sons and daughters uh, to manifest the earth, uh, to operate and manage the earth, to bring honor and glory to God now. So, uh, and, and we've talked about this. So I died in Christ. I'm resurrected in Christ. I'm ascended in Christ. And I'm sitting in Christ. And, and we have this union with him now. My old identity of that earth realm identity uh, of that, fa that fallen identity uh, has been crucified with Christ and, and no longer lives. And now the essence of the new life is no longer mine, but the anointed one in the heavenly realm lives his life through me. We live in union as one in the heavenly realm, down through the soul and through the body. Uh, uh, my new life is empowered by the faith. Now, this is important. This is the faith of the Son of God. So it's Jesus's faith uh, th that he would die to redeem everybody. So it's my new life is empowered by the faith of the Son of God who loves me so much that he gave, he gave his life. No one killed Jesus because Jesus could not die. No one, it, he gave his life he, for himself. And he dispenses his life into ours into mine, carry yours, mine. So look at that. My new life is empowered by the faith of the Son of God, Jesus, in Jesus, who loves, he loves us so much. He loves us so much that he gave, he gave, richly gave for me, us, and dispenses his life through the Holy Spirit, the divine nature of God living in us, dispenses his life into ours, into mine now. Wow, that's powerful. So, so the fullness of the deity is inside of us. And, and in Colossians 2, verse 9, in him all the fullness of the deity resides where? In the tabernacle. We have the tabernacle in the human body. He proves that, that, that human life is tailor-made for God. And that's now. And, and we are complete in him. And, 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 and he is the I am. And we're the I am. And this is why it's so important that, that, that even in, in the scriptures, are, I died with Christ, I am resurrected in Christ. And, I'm, and I ascended with Christ. And I'm sitting in Christ. So it's a now thing. We are complete in him. Jesus mirrors our wholeness and endorses what? Our redemption, our true identity, our redeemed identity. He is the I am in us. Colossians 2 verse 10. 
And th this, this is really an important scripture here too, because this ties together uh, the, uh, the whole idea of, of the heaven uh, and earth. And, and again, and this is in John 6, verses 19, 20. And this is Jesus speaking. So he's speaking here. And, and he's, he's telling us about the heavenly realm. And he says, don't keep hoarding, hoarding for yourself earthly treasures that, that could be stolen by thieves. <laughs> Material wealth eventually, now look at the rust decays and loses its value. So, and again, see, that's, the, that's that fallen nature that came through Adam. But through the second Adam, Jesus Christ, he redeemed all this. So here's Jesus now speaking to this. Don't store up yourself earthly treasures that can be stolen by thieves and material wealth eventually rusts, decays, and loses its value. Instead, instead, stockpile, stockpile, heavenly treasures. That's that heavenly realm again, treasures that are eternal reality. And that's where reality really is. And we speak reality of God's love and we recognize that, that love. The eternal reality is such as loving others. Look at this. He gives a list here. Loving others, doing good, revealing truth, and bringing Christ's light to the lost. Okay, by the way, I'm just reading this. This could be the whole theme of everything we do in kingdom living here, is loving others, doing good, and it's revealing the truth because Christ is spirit and truth and bringing Christ's light to the lost. And again, so it, as we talked about here, uh, just that, that, that the light bulb going off in our head of, of, of the statement that we made, which we, which we give a, a, a door and a window into our own soul. We say, hey, I, I live in a fallen world. No, I live in a redeemed world because I've been redeemed by the blood of Jesus. And we speak that. And we can correct people by bringing the truth of God to them. Because we're speaking that, we're speaking death and sickness and disease and, and lack over them. So these are the treasures that are stored up in heaven is loving others, uh, doing good, revealing truth, and bringing Christ's light to the lost. None of these treasures, <laughs> none of these treasures can be stolen or ever lost. You lose them, their value. This is stuff that doesn't lose value is our relationship in the heavenly and, and it's outside of time. This is for, for yourselves that cannot be stolen and will never rust decay or lose value. So, so what we do is so many times, and again, some of the things we store up inside us is bitterness, anger, revenge, and, and, and unforgiveness. Those things cause decay and rust, and there's no value in them. But when we understand the heavenly treasures, and we are the treasure that was buried, that, that, that God loved us so much that he dug up that treasure and we're that lost sheep that he came to save and gave us the hug. That was who we were. We are now redeemed. So for your heart will always pursue what you value. For your heart will always pursue what you value as your treasure. For your thoughts, heart will always be focused on your treasure. So what are we focused on? Are we focused on the earthly treasures? Are we focused on the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And so what we find then is, is just kind of in, in wrapping up here is, is that, uh, is, is that we, have, we have this tendency to be looking up 
up to heaven, up to the source of life, up to the word. But one of the things that we, we just really love to do in these podcasts and this broadcast is just speak the word of God, because we know that that's a heavenly language, that, that that rain just falls down to the ground, and the ground here is the heart of man, and it just moistens that heart so the truth of the word of God through the Holy Spirit is revealed, and it brings healing and restoration, brings the truth of God through the Holy Spirit to those that are listening. And we're just seeing that because we're seeing it in our own lives. As we read the word of God and we seek him first in his kingdom, he reveals who he is. And so uh, we're, we're living in the throne room of, uh, in Christ Jesus in the heavenly with a soul and a body that's been redeemed. So we're not, we're not up there working towards heaven. Heaven has come to live inside of man now and so what what a great uh a, a great perception and so many times we're in this race to get to heaven are we waiting as carrie calls it the sweet by and by to, to get to heaven when actually this is a now gospel and that's one of the words carrie that it seems like we just keep using over and over is now and that's the green line now which is an eternal line that we have through the abundant life living in us through Christ Jesus. So important, Glenn, because I, you know, as we were talking about it, as we were getting underway and, and I was asking you, I said, well, what is, what is the uh, theme or what is the topic we want to call this? And I live in a redeemed, uh, I'm living a redeemed life or I'm living in a redeemed world. And, and, you know, uh, traditional teaching has us understand that we live in a fallen world, uh, but when we make the right decision about our kingdom living, we understand that it is up to us to make that move into uh, the redeemed world. And, and, you know, everything that you're teaching about, uh, we've talked about this so many times on the broadcast, Glenn, you know, in your, in your business where you help people achieve um, financial uh, uh, objectives and things like that. Uh, you you often use the uh, term uh, reach your purpose, and we say the same uh, very much is the case as we do the REPL Minute and the uh, Kingdom Living podcast. It really is the same. This is all geared to help you reach your purpose. And one of the things that's beautiful to think about, Glenn, is as we was we as you just mentioned, you know, all of this traditionally we're taught to think that there is some reward down the road. If we could just achieve, you know, or do the right things, do the right works, do the whatevers, and that completely negates what Jesus came to do, which is that he's already completed it. It's done. <laughs> he said that on the cross, it is finished. And there, and so the question is, do we have the audacity, Glenn, to, to, to accept that and appropriate that? Yeah, yeah we, we have this mindset, uh, which, which is just reiterated all the time, do good get good. And so it's a behavior type of mindset that religion also uh, uh, builds into us too, when actually Jesus Christ did the good thing. He did the righteous thing and he made us righteous. So it's not a behavior thing out of, out of understanding what, what God did through Jesus Christ and with the Holy Spirit. That's the act that, that frees us. And there's such freedom with knowing that love, that it's not about behavior, but it out of that does come the goodness of Christ. 
in, in the cleansing of our soul and our mind and the righteousness that goes with it and the freedom that we have for the forgiveness. And, oh, it, it, it's exciting. And as, as we have sons and daughters manifesting the earth, wow, the love of Christ reigns. And we're seeing this happen, hearing testimony after testimony of people that have really made that shift from like a Saul to a Paul, the ones that were killing Christians and hating Christians and, and hating God, atheists that come to Christ. And it's just so exciting to see. And even witches that, that uh, hated, that even had power, come to Christ. And boy, what a testimony they bring. Uh, it's, it's exciting. We're in some great times where the Holy Spirit is speaking to the hearts and because his word does not return void. He's there to, to really uh, bring his word into mankind. So, so well put, Glenn. One of the things that we always do at the tail end of uh, Kingdom Living broadcast is we uh, go through the Be Believer's Declaration of Legal Rights because it's so important to, to remind yourself, you know, Glenn, really the topic of the book that you uh, wrote fraud, what God has to say about the tactics of the enemy. As you go out and you share that message in various talking engagements and, and people uh, that have asked you to speak and share share that word with them, you know, it really always comes back to this uh, feedback that you get that people are saying, this is really helping me understand my identity. And as you know, you turn on the news for 20 seconds and you understand there's a lot of confusion out there about uh, identity. And we know who the author of confusion is. It's the same fraudster who kind of, uh, uh, you know, who caused uh, or set up that fall. And again, you don't have to be party to it. You you actually get the whole benefits package. I think, Glenn, we've talked about that before. We talk about the 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 one, one with Christ in glory, but we also have talked so many times about the benefits package that you receive by accepting your kingdom living uh, really your righteous place. And that's why the book, at the tail end of the book that you put together, Fraud, there's a whole series of pages uh, of I am, and they're affirmations. They're biblical, biblically correct affirmations to help you uh, remind yourself of who God says you are. And that's the same idea behind this believer's declaration of, of legal rights. And just before we get there, Glenn, I want to remind you, viewer or listener, if you're new to the uh, Kingdom Living podcast with Glenn Reppel, this is not new. This is like actually episode 115, I think, if I'm counting it correctly. And so there's all of these tools are available to you absolutely free of charge if you visit the repelminute.com. Uh, you can go back and, and look. I think it's episode six and seven, Glenn, where you actually go through in great point, green line, red line living and kind of really set that foundational point. So if you're looking for a good place to jump in and really expand your knowledge, that could be a very great place to go. There are so many also reinforcing messages that are available to you. Um, we had one uh, just not so long ago called God Did Say, and that's actually almost the play on words because so often, uh, you know, uh, the thing is who, you know, the one of the enemy's accusations is who told you that? Who, who said that you could be what, you know, what, who, who do you think you are? And that's why a message like God did say is so important because it reinforces that. So you can get the Kingdom Living series, you can find the Fraud series, you can find an opportunity on how to get your own copy of the book. It makes a great uh, study guide for maybe you and some friends to sit down and take those 40 bite-sized chapters, work with them. 
Um, you can also get the REPL Minute, that daily Monday through Friday uh, biblical inspirational moment that Glenn has been uh, working on since 2006. And then uh, it's a great way to start your day on a biblically-based kingdom living kind of level. And Glenn, it's just exciting. It's all available there at the repelminute.com. What a great resource. Well, let's, let's just uh, uh, say and speak, because it's so important also, even as you read scripture, to speak it out loud. And as you're praying, some, speak out loud. Uh, and here, what we're doing is we're, we're speaking here, the declaration, the believer's declaration, our legal rights. This is our declaration of, of legal rights here. I am a special race as a child of God and as a citizen in the kingdom of God, in the body of Christ, in a kingdom of priests. I belong to the family of God. I can enter God's presence boldly now. I've been recreated in God's image and likeness of what? Love. I manifest and experience heaven on earth now with righteousness, peace, and joy. I am restored. Here we are, redeemed and recreated back with God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, what? Living in me now. I have the word of God dwelling in me. I, I have the crown of righteousness on my head and wear the garment of praise, which is the robe of righteousness. I have the legal rights and privileges to use the name of Jesus. I have legal authority as a believer over the principalities, powers, and rulers of the kingdom of darkness, because I'm sitting in the throne uh, with, with Jesus to the right of him. I have, through the Holy Spirit living in me, the resurrected power to cast out demons and lay hands on the sick, and they are healed. Mm. What? Glenn, that's why uh, we always make that available as a, um, a free download. You can just get get it. There's a there's a link right there on the screen, and you can get this. You could, you could uh, download it as a PDF, print it out, put it someplace where it's important to you, and rehearse these daily because it will help you uh, really stay focused on who God has called you to be. As we've been learning about, uh, you know, it's so important uh, that we we choose, we make the right decision <laughs> to live as God sees us. You know, that's yeah. our call. He gave us free will, but it's our call to make the correct decision about it all, Glenn. Yeah, and and we say because there's there's just uh, one decision: choose the tree of life or the tree of death <laughs> of good and evil so we're, the knowledge of good and evil so when we speak the life when we speak life uh that's really where it is our words are so important good well with that i want to thank you for viewing glenn i'll ask you to pray us out and then uh we we will so look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the kingdom living podcast but let's pray what an honor what an honor father we thank you we thank you we thank you we praise we praise we praise we honor you our voice and praises go out to you, because we can call you Father. We call you Father. Oh, we just thank you. We thank you. You are the source of life. And Father, we come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Uh, we have been redeemed. Thank you for loving us. And Father, we know that your word does not return void. That as we spoke your word today, that it goes into the hearts and the minds in the souls of those that are listening. Father, we, we thank you. We praise you. We praise your holy name for the healing and the change of mindset that goes on when people see you 
as 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 their father and they receive the love the love of god we thank you for redeeming us restoring us and recreating us into your kingdom into your sonship now in jesus name amen amen well thank you glenn and thank you viewer for joining us we will see you on the next edition of kingdom living podcast